Hi, this is Dr. Otto Janke, and uh, you are with me on the Empire Longevity Podcast. As you know, I've made a progression into eating. I want to get healthier. I want to teach you guys about eating healthier also. And as my my learning has gone along uh, and my cooking is I've had to find people who are really good at it. Today, we're going to introduce you to one of our new friends. Her name is Michelle. Her name is Vegan Michelle. You can find her at veganmichelle.com. I recommend, first of all, after you watch this, you go there. Uh, I've picked up recipes. Uh, Simple. We're going to talk about that today. Simple, nutritious, and awesome. First of all, Michelle, thank you for being with us today. Yay. Thanks for having me. I'm super happy to be with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. As I said, we were talking previously, is I've gone through a transformation. Where did you come from and how did you get to here? Why why vegan, Michelle? Why, why eating this way? Absolutely. I have been vegan for almost 15 years. And as a child and growing up, I always struggled with my weight. I was a professional singer and dancer for the majority of my life. Um, just retired last year. And really? Yeah. And um, so nutrition was always something that I was really interested in. And I just began helping more and more people without having the training, but just because I love to devour the information and help people go vegan and thought, hey, maybe this is something I can actually do as a career path when I'm when I'm retired from from fully full time performing. And um, yeah, I basically came into it from learning about detox from uh, two performers that I was working with in a show. They, they were raw foodists and totally blew my mind that people could eat just raw food. And so I started learning about that. It it also mind blowing that uh, lifestyle diseases like cancer, stroke, and heart attack don't just fall on people. They are, (laughs) they are caused by uh, environment and by what we put in our mouths. And I thought that was mind-boggling. I had no idea. I was completely naive to this, um, you know, 15 years ago. And I just dove right in. It was very, very passion-inspiring for me to learn about the nutrition aspect of eating a whole food plant-based diet. And then as, uh, you know, a couple years into that, I really got into the ethics of it and decided, yeah, I don't want to ever eat meat and dairy ever again uh, for the ethical standpoint of it, as well as you know, what our environmental footprint, um, how we can reduce the, you know, the bad things there. And uh, of course, nutrition, nutrition is what I like to talk about the most, but I'm definitely still um, truly vegan as well. <laughs> what, what was your, what'd you, what'd you eat before? What was your style of eating before? Yeah, I came as a performer, you know, you're, it's very uh, dependent on what you look like on whether you get jobs, regardless of your technique or, or, you know, uh, what you sound like as a singer. And so I came from a typical uh, over-exercising, typical bodybuilder type of diet, you know, oatmeal with protein powder, chicken breasts and salads and more chicken breasts and egg whites. I have to tell you from as a kid, I, I hated meat. I just really was never really into it. But I thought, okay, well, even though I hate eating this way and I'm miserable, this is what I have to do in order to look good on the outside. Little did I know how horrible that was for the inside. <laughs> Little did I know. What yeah. was your biggest um, aha moment? What was the point where you went like, son of a bitch, how come no one told me about this before? 
Yeah, just, um, you know, I also, being in that world, in that industry, in the performing world, I struggled with disordered eating. And I wish that I had known about all of these whole plant foods that you can eat. And they're all very low in calorie density. And you can eat quite a large amount to full, fully satisfy, physically satisfy your stomach and your you know, desire for food. I wish I had known that before because I could have not been starving uh, a quarter of my life. <laughs> right. right. Uh, I'm often amazed that um, as our, our friend T. Colin Campbell says, you can eat all that stuff over there. They call the produce section. Eat as much as you want and your body will naturally self-limit. Mm-hmm. While I have, um, maybe you have, I've sat down and had a bag of potato chips. And then, oh, yeah. then you go like this. Well, I wonder where that next bag of potato chips is at also. Yeah. Uh, amazing. I'm absolutely amazing. Uh, and then as you progress in this, what were the inwards, outwards uh, signs and symptoms that you started to go like, man, this is this is a great stuff for me? Yeah, I started noticing a really big reduction in inflammation because of overtraining, overexercising, dancing, constantly being in high heels, you know, 10 hours a day dancing in those heels. I had a lot of joint issues. Yeah. (laughs) And a lot of um, just inflammation. And then, you know, sometimes you're in shows where you're doing 12 shows a week, that's two shows a day, and you are just physically exhausted. So I started noticing um, an increase in recovery. And I thought, wow, this is amazing. My body doesn't feel like it's 80 years old when I'm, you know, 30. And um, that was a, a huge, huge deal to me. Another thing was that I noticed increased stamina while I was performing. You know, sure. you have to have a lot of lung capacity and, and breath to be able to sing and dance at the same time, a lot of cardiovascular strength. And I just felt so good, even shows back to back, um, to the point where it was starting to become visible to friends in, in different casts that I was in. And they were like, what are you doing? Because we need that also. And so I kind of just became a little crusader within the performance world. Any show that I was in, if somebody was interested and they tried it and they felt so much better, I've had acrobats who are hand balancers, you know, holding 200 pounds above their head constantly, um, dancers, singers, uh, any kind of circus performer, magicians try this out and really be loving it for their, just purely for their stamina sake on stage. And then the other benefits come. And that would seem almost to be counterintuitive to what we are taught about uh, physical activity and that you have to be massively animal protein based to keep up the power the energy, the stamina. Absolutely. It's so contrary. And I think that as soon as anybody who's remotely curious about this tries it for a short amount of time, you start to see benefits, feel benefits within a matter of days. You can feel lighter and just more focused. And within a matter of a couple of weeks, you can start to see, you know, if you had high blood pressure or something like that, it begins to come down. It's not it, you can start to see things pretty soon. So I think it's yeah. very encouraging to anybody who wants to try. Um, they can really start to feel and see different quickly. How about the sleep and digestion? What was the change in those? Oh, yeah. So, so much better. I mean, sleep, waking up from sleep, feeling very refreshed and rested. Also, yeah. because you're eating, you know, these these foods that digest much quicker than processed foods or meat and dairy, you are 
you have so much more energy. Your body's not focusing only on digesting. It's focusing on repair. It's focused on regeneration. And in turn, you have so much more energy. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's amazing. And knowing that uh, the, the most biggest, the largest um, energy burn we have is digestion. And all of a sudden mm-hmm. you have all this other energy just by eating more foods that you're probably already eating. Awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. How would you get into, um, so then, then you had to learn how to, I guess, recook. You had to learn how to probably reshop also uh, along the way. And how did you get into the cooking aspect of it? Yeah, I mean, it's as simple as I like to eat. Uh, <laughs> and I like to eat food that doesn't taste gross. And that's like on my YouTube channel, my kind of uh, t- catchphrase is whole food plant or whole food plant-based cuisine that doesn't <laughs> suck, right? That's That's the point, like, Most people think this is going to, they're going to do the switch. It's going to taste like cardboard. They're going to be miserable. When can I go back to eating this other stuff that's actually food? But my goal was to make food that didn't suck because I had a lot of skeptics in my personal life. And um, I just thought, hey, what if I make food that tastes good, that's healthy, and they like it, and then they realize that I can do this too. And so that's kind of what prompted me to to move in the direction of, of recipes. My When I started this YouTube channel, it was a long time ago, and it was about um, vegan and kind of healthy uh, makeup because I was into performing, and that's what I had been looking for at the time. And it's morphed over time into into recipes and obviously more nutrition focused as I became a certified holistic nutritionist. And um, the cooking is a huge aspect because maybe someone sees where they're at today and that's point A and where they want to get to point B. They see that, but how do you make that connection or that, you know, arc from A to B? It is three meals a day. It is every time you put a bite in your mouth. That is the way that you you make changes. It's one little step at a time. This is relatable. People understand that. People have to eat all the time. And so a common thing that people run into when they're wanting to switch to eating this way is, okay, I want to do this. What do I eat? So that's kind of where I thought, gosh, there's a a huge need here for, for things to taste good, but still be healthy and simple. Like not everybody has time to cook a seven course meal or right. find a bunch of recipes and ingredients that you don't know what they are. Like, let's just make this with real whole foods, try and keep it as simple as possible, but still make it good. So you and I discussed this, but uh, I got to you, I found you by um, uh, following Dr. Uh, Caldwell Esselstyn, uh, his uh, prevent and reverse heart disease, which I have home right now, prevent yeah. and reverse heart disease. And eliminating oils from my my diet. And you and I both know oils are freaking everywhere, everywhere. And it's such a such a commonality. And I found a couple of your recipes and I made the recipes. And the one was the hearty Tuscan soup. And it was um I'm not a rocket scientist by any means. <laughs> uh, but I love to I love to cook and I want to cook stuff that's simple and it tastes great. And it makes me feel great afterwards. And I'm a, I'm a soup king. I love soups and stews tremendously. Me too. That, that soup was easy, uh, simple to make, and just great. Uh, and I've already posted that onto our uh, private Facebook page. And people are saying, this is great. And awesome. even our kale skeptics, um, <laughs> it's, just, it's just awesome. And so you must have to go through, I mean, you must have a library of just recipes that you have. Um, 
my first question for you on cooking is what's your what's your favorite spice that I don't use that I should look into now? Okay, I have answers. Well, first of all, thank you for saying that about the soup. I, I'm glad you like it. I think it's really good. And you know, yeah, I'm constantly testing things out, even if I, and this is something that any of your listeners can, can do. If you feel like, gosh, I'm really missing, you know, X, uh, not vegan, not healthy meal, Google vegan version of that and start playing with the recipes. And if it has oil in it, play with not putting oil in it. It's really as simple as that. And then just morphing the recipe till it works for you. Um, a spice that I was well, just like a seasoning blend that I have really been enjoying less lately. Um, it's called Berbere. It's an Ethiopian spice. Ooh. It is so good. I'm trying to think of all the individual spices in there. I know coriander is in there. Love it. Um, red chili uh, flakes or just ground up red chili. Very, if you like spice, it's really nice. Um, <laughs> it's a nice spice and it um, really adds a lot to if you're doing like a lentil stew or um, again, you could Google Ethiopian, traditional Ethiopian cuisine and see kind of anything that might catch your eye. Obviously, most of it's going to be with meat, but I've found my kind of meaty texture trifecta to be mushrooms, lentils, and walnuts. Put those huh. together and it gives you this really meaty texture. And then using that um, beverage uh, seasoning that I just spoke about, you can make some wonderful Ethiopian cuisine. And that honestly was never on my radar. I've never had Ethiopian cuisine until a client of mine recommended I try and make something. And I thought, okay, well, let me see what's typical within this cuisine um, what do they do? How do they make it? And then you just start playing. It's like, it's like drawing a picture or, or doing something artistic. It's the same way. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a country boy from upstate New York. The biggest, <laughs> um, spice I had growing up was probably medium chicken wing sauce. <laughs> but you know what? I think it's a great idea to take a look in your spice drawer. What are you not using? What's completely full? And then play with it. Spices have wonderful nutritional oh. benefits. So good. Such a great way to get even more of a nutrient profile in your meals. And it makes it really exciting. If you're eating the same thing over and over, it can get boring. So spices are a way to kind of mix it up. Absolutely. I've had to, uh, I, and I, if you had asked me three years ago, what are the top spices? Cumin, coriander, and curry. I buy mm -hmm. in bulk now. And it's like, mm -hmm. what the heck happened to me? It, it's uh, <laughs> It's, 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 it's astounding. Now I'm, now I'm even become even a, a pepper uh, snob. I'm a, I'm a white pepper kind of a guy, not a blacker. Jeez yeah, uh, mm -hmm. like, Louise, what the heck happened to me? Um, <laughs> and so, so let's get into, we talked about your, um, your two young children. Um, mom, come on, let's be realistic. They got to be healthy and grow up. They got to have that animal protein. Come on. You must be, they must be deprived and they must love that. How, how do you do that? Yeah, I mean, at that point, when I had gotten pregnant with uh, both my kids, everybody knew I was vegan, they weren't even going to refute it. I've had a couple <laughs> people say, <laughs> say, you know, are you sure that this is the right choice? But I know it's the right choice. I, 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 I've done my research, I've, I've got the education on it. Your children will thrive eating whole food plant based diet. They won't thrive eating vegan junk food. So please know that that's not what I'm saying. Oh, the fly ball game. Yeah, to totally different. Um, they will thrive eating fresh, ripe, whole fruits, vegetables, 
whole grains, legumes, starchy vegetables, like sweet potatoes, they will thrive. There is plenty. I'm telling you, they're getting all the protein they need. They're getting a huge, rich nutrient profile from these foods. And it's very interesting. If you watch your young kids, what they reach for, it's typically those fresh hydrating fruits, cucumbers. My son is in love with oil-free hummus, loves it loves to eat bean burritos with smashed avocado. It doesn't have to be difficult. So say I'm over here making all my food with with crazy spices and experimenting, making something taste sophisticated. And he's over here having the bare bones of what I've just put together. If I'm making a bean dish, he's having just the plain beans. He's having quinoa or brown rice. He's having cucumber slices or carrots with hummus. You know, it just Take a look. It doesn't have to be complicated. It's just constantly stripping it down. What are the foods that your your grandmother and your grandfather knew to be foods? That's that's what we want to eat. And that's the same for our kids. Um, you eat pastas? Sometimes I do. I really love pasta. That was probably the one thing where I was like, I don't want to stop eating regular pasta. But I found some good alternatives. I really like um, millet pasta. Uh, there's a millet and brown rice ramen i'm trying to think of the name of the company i can't remember but it's very good it tastes very good doesn't feel like you know cardboard or hard or gross or anything like that there's some brown rice or quinoa pastas uh that are great um and yes still on occasion if i go out to dinner or something like that i'm gonna have some regular pasta and it tastes darn good and then i'm you know i'm over it (laughs) yeah i um i pastas um you know, and if people ask me on a regular basis, do I, do I miss eating meat? And I tell you, no, not really, not yeah. whatsoever. When you can overwhelm, you can, as I, as I, we talked to in our groups about this, that you can either overwhelm your, your body with sensations of tastes and smells and sights and textures or volume. And America has gone with volume instead mm-hmm. of taste textures. And uh, that's why when, when you get into spices, you start, uh, open up that you go like I had no idea what that even was and now I'm cooking with this stuff and now mm-hmm. my whole I'm going like man where can I find other other recipes that have this uh spices in it it's absolutely fantastic. so this one Ethiopian one I'll, I'll be uh fantastically in it uh what was it um how'd you get into into books and how difficult was it to write the books um it was a desire of mine for a very long time but because I was performing full-time and I would be on tour in different places around the world it just it didn't come about. So when I got pregnant with my first son and I had, I couldn't be in a show. Nobody wants a pregnant lady on stage. Um, <laughs> I, said, <laughs> I, I said, okay, this is my time. This is my moment. I'm going to write my first cookbook. And at that time I was still using oil. I hadn't really researched or understood. This is before I was certified as anything. Um, I didn't understand that that was something that, you know, I, I, I understand why I want to cut that out now, but I didn't right. understand at that point. So I was using low, like a small amount of oil. So that first cookbook, there is oil in there. And I think that I thought about getting rid of it, but there are people who, who maybe are not ready to just transition right. to completely oil-free. So might as well go low oil and then you can start to play with oil-free. But anyways, so I, I started doing that. It was a huge undertaking, obviously, uh, if anybody's out there with kids, you know, when you don't have kids, you have 
all the time in the world to do whatever you'd like. Um, not that they're a jail sentence, but I definitely don't have the same amount of time that I used to. No. No. <laughs> but um, so I had, I could just focus on that. I, I wasn't in a show. I just focused on writing the cookbook. My husband's a photographer as well as a professional ballet dancer. And so he took the photos and it was a lot of trial and error. There's mistakes in that book, but it was our first one. And then as we keep going, things just keep getting better and better. And I'm almost finished, like a week away from finishing my next cookbook. So I'm super excited about it. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, let us know about that. We'll be more than happy to uh, promote for you. Um, so you make the, the progressions, the, the, the transitions. Um, you have the um, the website, which is veganmichelle.com. And it's one I'll put it up uh, for people. Uh, fantastic, easy, easy stuff on there. You can find the books, you can find links for your other areas. What, um, as you progress in this and your, you changed your ideologies, you changed it. How many times are you confronted with, you must be starving or you're missing out on stuff? Not very often because I, I do in a sense, live in this kind of whole food plant-based slash vegan bubble. Um, I, I work online. Uh, people are coming to me to learn about that. And right. I, in my everyday life, I don't run up against it that much. However, there are people, you know, people I just randomly meet who say, oh, I could never do that. Right. And I think, you know, if that's where your headspace is, that's totally fine. You may find down the line that you watch something that changes your opinion. You watch a documentary like Forks Over Knives or Game yep. Changers or something like that. And, you, and it opens just that window of curiosity for you. I think that, you know, if I come up against somebody who says they would never, would never be vegan or would never want to try eating this way. Um, that's totally fine. I think the best way to show somebody is by using as least words as possible. So if you come out of my house, you're going to get a good vegan meal, whether you're vegan or not, you won't die because you don't have meat in that meal. And you'll also, your eyes might be open that, Hey, this actually doesn't taste disgusting. I guess I could try eating one meal like this a week, or I could try a meatless Monday, or maybe my breakfast could just be plant-based. Um, and it's, it's amazing. We all can evolve <laughs> at any point we're ready, but until you are, are switched on and ready to make that choice for yourself, nobody on the outside is going to change you. But I think it's possible. And I, I see people who, you know, in my family who said they would never eat like this and surprise, surprise, a few years down the road, who's vegan, who's healthy, who's in the best shape of their life. They are. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's, uh, as we talk about, you know, I discuss this, it's, it's a lot simpler than people think. Yes. Uh, you aren't depriving yourself of anything. You're actually opening up your your eyes, your taste buds, your senses to all this other stuff that you stopped having uh, mm-hmm. or never had before. And it's absolutely fantastic. Um, and your taste buds change too, you know, especially yeah. if you're someone who's, who's just been confronted with a health concern and you've got to make a 180 on the direction you're going. initially, if you're like, oh my gosh, I can't eat this way. I miss such and such. Give it a few weeks. What, what is initially unbearable becomes uncomfortable and then you become unstoppable and it will happen for you too. (laughs) If you're really wanting to do this, you can do it. That is your tagline, you know? I like that. Yeah. I I tell that to my clients. It's not written anywhere, but I should put it as a tagline. (laughs) This should be a a tagline. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, and you, uh, you got your diploma through eCornell also. 
I have a certification through eCornell, but I also am a certified holistic nutritionist through AFPA. And you do coaching? Yes. Yep. And so what do you coach on and where, what's the focus of that? Yeah, I have, I run a weight loss course. Um, and, you know, just with my background, you know, having disordered eating and always having to be a certain weight to perform weight loss has always been a passion of mine. It's something that can mentally just, you know, break you down. And so that's always a passion of mine to see somebody get free from that. Um, so I, I run a weight loss course and I do a lot of weight loss, especially on YouTube because people are, are, that's what they want. But I also uh, help with uh, detoxification. I help with specific health concerns. You know, if you have high blood pressure or your high cholesterol or pre-diabetic or fatty liver, like uh, people come to me for a numerous amount of things. And it's always so encouraging that you can really start to see differences when you change what you're eating. I dropped a cholesterol from 280 down to 200, awesome. about two years. But, yeah. uh, and I was talking, I was with my, uh, my, uh, my yearly checkup and it was two years ago and I uh, told my, you know, my MD says, well, what are you going to do about this? I said, I'm, I'm going to go eat this way. He says, well, you can try that. I said, well, first of all, I don't try anything. I go do stuff. And now, and he didn't want to talk about it this last time. It was, it was mm-hmm. because then it would have, then I would have to ask him, well, how come you don't have everybody else do this also? Yep. Uh, so please state uh, what your um, YouTube is. Um, if you have IG, what uh, what those um, how they can connect with people there too. Also, sure. If you guys want to come find me on YouTube, it's Vegan Michelle um, on Instagram, Vegan underscore Michelle. Facebook, Vegan Michelle. I'm not on there very much, but it's there. And my website is veganmichelle.com. And like uh, you said, one L. I'd recommend you uh, first start with the uh, the website. And uh, you're going to see a beautiful website and uh, everything's right there. Uh, our last question for you today is this. Our definition of longevity is the act and intent of being so healthy. You've left something great behind by what you've done today. Michelle, what are you going to be leaving behind for the millions of people um, for them to be healthier? I think that I'm going to be leaving behind the importance of the connection between nutrition and overall well-being. Because we talked about earlier, if you don't have your health intact, you literally have nothing else. Or if you find that something is wrong, you drop everything to get healthy. And when you have that foundation of health, gosh, you can go out and pursue anything you want. You really, really can. It doesn't matter your age. It's never too late to start. If you're healthy, you have you know, that foundation to do whatever you want. And I think that's beautiful. I think the choices that we make today, uh, you are building your future self. The choices that you made decades ago have got you to where you are now. And if your your goal is longevity and start today, you're building your future decade right now by, by what you put in your mouth, one bite at a time. Absolutely fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. One of our new friends, Vegan Michelle, we will be, uh, if, when your book comes out, more than happy to uh, spotlight it for you Thank and you. Uh, promote it to our, our followers. Uh, I, we appreciate your love, um, your insight, your expertise of living, loving, and uh, eating. We love yeah. eating. Yes. <laughs> thank you hey, so Michelle, much. Michelle, anyway, we're going to be of help to you in the future. Always, please. And uh, thank you for doing what you do and uh, doing it well. Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs>